Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one true God. As we are a week away from approaching the great and holy land, the Church has ascribed in the last two Sundays the story of a faithful and wise servant and a story of an unfaithful and evil servant. These are the days that we reflect to see if our heart is pure, our mind is ready for the Lent that is about to come. And we do so by understanding, or rather attempting to understand, if we are indeed doing the will of our Master, Jesus Christ, in our homes, in our workplace, in the church, wherever we are, are we doing the will and the work of our Master, Jesus Christ? To that end, St. Luke writes today, to whom much is given, much is required, and to whom much is committed, much will be asked for. As servants of the Lord Jesus Christ, bestowed with talents and gifts, and given many blessings in this world, we have to think about what we have been given. To whom much has been given, much is required. When we look at our own life, we see the talents that we have. We see the gifts that we have. We see the intelligence in many different areas that God has given to us, to you and to me. That is indeed to be used in the secular world in our job, as you do and as I do. But we have to reflect today, are we good servants of our Master? Are we using it for the glory of the Kingdom of God? I would say that if we have a gift, if we have a talent, an intelligence of some sort, we have to be somehow, some way, using it in the church. You see, all that we have and do is for the glory of God. I stand here with an ability to speak in public. It's not something that I had when I was young, but God gave me that gift as I grew older and older and as I went to seminary. But that gift indeed was supposed to and is used in my job as a teacher. You see, when you're a teacher, you have to know how to speak well in front of the kids. You have to be able to articulate your thoughts. You have to be somewhat eloquent. But what if I use my talents only as a teacher in the secular world? I think I would be doing a disservice to my master. See, I haven't given much, and so therefore, much is required of me. And I have to use that gift and talent that God has given me here in the church, here in the parish, for the glory of God. 
Sometimes we're timid. Sometimes we're a bit uneasy. Maybe we are wondering what other people might think. Maybe we might have thoughts where we're not good enough. Nevertheless, God wants us to use that which is given to us in gifts and talents for the glory of God, for His church, for His kingdom. Secondly, it says, to whom much has been committed, much will be asked for. I had to think about this a lot. To whom much is committed, much will be asked of him or her. What are the things that we're committed to? We're committed to our marriage. Maybe we're committed to an area in our life where it's restoration time. Maybe there is a commitment in the church. Maybe there's a commitment in the workplace. God has given us commitments. Commitments such as being a father. Commitments such as being a mother. Commitments in our life are there because God has given us a great responsibility. And if we take on those commitments, guarantee people will ask of us. People will ask us how we are doing in that area, in that position, in that ministry. People will look up to us. People will seek our advice. And if we are committed to our marriage, to our time of restoration, to our workplace, to our church, know for sure someone's going to ask you how things are going. What is the next step? And there is a certain sense of accountability that we have to have. We can't live a life as though God will never ask. We can't live a life as though people will never ask because the generations to come, they will look at us and ask what we have done with our commitments, what we have done with our talents. God himself will ask when we come to that throne and he looks into our heart. What did you do with the commitment that I gave to you? What did you do with the talents and the gifts that I gave to you? To whom much is given, much is required. To whom much has been committed to, much will be asked of him or her. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this afternoon. And you have given to us to worship you and to glorify you. We ask that you allow us to reflect on the gifts and talents that you have given to us. Help us to be good managers, good stewards, good servants of all the blessings and all the gifts that you have given to us. If we have squandered it in any way, if we have let go, if we have become lazy, lethargic, apathetic, and we have not used it for the glory of your kingdom, we ask for forgiveness. Lord, help us. Strengthen us, encourage us through your love and grace and forgiveness. Guide us in the way that you want us to be good servants, good managers, good stewards of your blessings. We ask and pray all this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Amen. Right now, we will pray for all the departed souls. Each and every single departed soul that has gone from this world, we will remember at this time. I ask that all of you, with serenity and deep hearts, remember your loved ones. Remember your friends. If they are Orthodox, if they are Christian, even if they are of a different religion, God loves everyone and cares for everyone equally and deeply. So let us remember at this time all those who have departed here from this world. As the Father and His children love, hallelujah, so did the Lord love those who 